Welcome to Rise and Thrive. Join me as we explore today's episode. So today is like no other. We are here bringing you wisdom around the topic that we started two weeks ago. So this is part two. And we are talking about from pain to purpose. How do you move from your season of pain to your season where you begin to understand that this pain actually came to serve a purpose and we have a special woman of God that started us off two weeks ago and uh, we are here to continue with part two and she is with me in my virtual studio and without further ado please join me to make welcome um, Esther Liana please welcome welcome say hi to our viewers Hello, everybody, and praise the Lord. I am so excited to be back here again for the second time to just share in the wisdom conversation with our distinguished woman of God. And, you know, I just love her wisdom and I love drawing from her. And it's just amazing to be part of this particular program and just challenge myself to rise and thrive as she is challenging us to do the same so god bless you as you listen in oh wonderful i just love to dig into uh wisdom that comes from experience and that's what you bring to this forum and i want you to understand that we do appreciate um what you have brought to the rise and thrive family and um, as we continue to build on what we've started i pray that god will allow you to release that which is for us here on rise and thrive so to kick off our discussion esther i want us to uh zero in on uh the aspect of pain being acknowledged we are talking about a journey of moving from pain to purpose but there is a stage in the pain processing that we need to acknowledge that this pain is there. Um, and it's very important that we start from there because, you know, we, I grew up in the era of, of uh, name it, confess it, claim it, and, and it, it is so without yeah. actually doing the work. It was almost like living denial that bad things can happen to good people and so if it's a bad thing it will never happen to me and mm -hmm. as much as we confess what we want to happen in our lives there are times that god allows okay yeah. he allows certain things to reach us and to actually cause pain so yeah. it's important that we start from that point where we understand that pain needs to be acknowledged and maybe we can springboard from there into our discussion today so what are some of the ways that you feel that people should acknowledge pain what is it that they could do in order to acknowledge pain well without allowing it to fester and change who they are wow that's a very profound question um and i i, I will tackle it this way um i always say that it's important to understand that pain is inevitable but suffering is a choice you make pain will you know pain will always be there um you'll experience pain in different facets of life or uh, you know pain in you know when you're giving birth pain in your um loss of something so pain will be there but then suffering is what you choose it is a choice now god uh, does not bring pain to you but he allows the pain so when god allows this pain you need to ask yourself questions like why did god allow this pain to happen to me let me give you a good example when you are a woman and you become pregnant now the process of you embracing the pain of contractions is very important because it makes you aware that embracing the pain of contraction is what allows you to push 
the life out of you but if you withhold that pain and you refuse to embrace contraction what will happen you will kill the baby that is within you so embracing pain allows you to bring out what is within you so that it begins to manifest so it's very important for you to embrace pain be aware of why it is there so embracing pain is very important in life yeah pain is something that always wants an outlet so um and that why you that's why you hear people talk about things like venting okay yeah it's simply because pain always wants that place where it can just out itself and Mm -hmm. sometimes i think if we don't embrace pain well and acknowledge that it's actually happening to us we can begin to suppress it because i have seen people that have gone through hard times they've gone through painful times and they want to kind of bottle up and suppress what they're going through and what that does is that instead of the pain being processed properly it begins to come out in places where it shouldn't and um you know usually if you don't give pain an outlet and if you don't give pain a language it can express itself in a language that you know doesn't represent you well and it can also show up at a time when you actually least expect it to show up i want you to touch a little bit on that you know on the fact that pain looks for an outlet and it's your responsibility to choose well how give permission to this pain to express itself and and what expression you actually allow it to take well um like i earlier mentioned that pain gives us instructions and when it instructs you how you react to what it is telling you is what will give you now the end product of who you will become or who you are um how you respond to pain will determine how well you will serve in your purpose or not serve in your purpose and i'll give you this example of um something i read earlier when i was going through my pain that really shaped my perspective of of thoughts and how i i look at pain and how i look at hardship and i i I encountered these three items that is a carrot an egg and a seed uh a a seed for coffee now these things were put in boiling water that was quite extreme and what happens to the carrot it becomes very soft though it was hard before it becomes soft and then it becomes mushy and messy and we all know that when you, you know carrot when you place it in water and and it's not doing its function or you do not put it in the other ingredients it can become poisonous so this carrot becomes messy and mushy when it's put in heat then an egg when it's put in heat it becomes hardened now we understand that an egg is a carrier of life now it's supposed to bring forth goodness it's supposed to bring forth life out of it but when it's put in heat what happens to it it hardens and it can no longer bring out life out of it but then i like the bean seed of a coffee bean seed what happens when it it's put in heat the first thing that it does it begins to produce an aroma out Mm. of it it begins to bring out a very good scent while it's while the heat is 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 persisting while the pain is continuing to break it it continues to release a very sweet aroma then as it's releasing the aroma it begins to break and then what is within it begins to affect Mm. the surrounding Mm. it begins to change the color 
to of the surrounding to what it is it mm. begins to affect the surrounding with what was within it and then after it affects the surrounding the people who see it who see what has affected are drawn to it and they want to partake in it they want to have a taste of this thing that has been released to the surrounding and they you know they pick a cup or they take a mug and they begin to draw out and take it and the consumption brings for joy it brings relaxation you know those kind of things so what am i saying there's something peculiar about the seed and i thank god that god uses the seed as a demonstration of continuity and affecting the environment because it is a seed when it's put on the ground when it's broken and it dies that it begins to sprout and out of it comes fruit and out of it begins to sprout a forest so a seed is very important so mm. you as a person remember you're a seed mm. so when 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 brokenness comes for you or when you are placed in a place where you're pressed and 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 you you know you you are pushed to your limit your stretch and and you you're broken you're not supposed to allow yourself to die in the sense that you lose the meaning of who you are because you're a seed death means life for a seed mm. Mm. that's powerful death means life so it is important for a seed to die so that it can be able to sprout out again and bring out multiplication from what has been dead Wow. A seed when pressed and crushed it does not die that that particular crushing that happens from the ground because when you put soil in it it crushes it so that it opens the opening of a seed that crushing the opening of a seed brings out now what is supposed to bring out the fruits that it means that you're supposed to affect the environment with what comes within you if you're not crushed what is within you cannot be seen it cannot be uh, affect the environment so crushing is important so that what is within you may begin to come out but when it comes out it does not come out at as pain it comes out as an aroma a sweet aroma that speaks yeah. healing a sweet aroma that speaks deliverance a sweet aroma that speaks you know um you know restoration for those who seek it it speaks hope for those who are hopeless so this sweet aroma begins to affect the environment and as you're releasing it to the people they begin to get drawn by that aroma they begin to come to you they begin to come to your experience they begin to want to see this they, they want to have a taste of mm. what you have released to the world because what you carry or the experience you have gone through did not break you so it made you a source of help a source of hope a source of healing for others to draw out of you so that they can also begin to heal and begin to get restored and begin to get strength out of you so your brokenness is not supposed to destroy you it is supposed to help you bring out life bring out something good that will affect the environment and when people see that you have affected the environment they come to you and they draw out of you so fire can 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 it, it, the same fire that hardens a pot is the same fire that cooks the food in the pot and people come and eat from it 
So the pot, which is you, may be hardened or may be shaped by it. But when what is within, when when something that is within you begins cooking, people will come and start drawing out of it. So fire is good. It helps you become strong. And when you're strong, what is comes out of you is what will be people will feed out of you and mm. then strong too so you've got mm. to endure the pain and then mm. when you endure constructions you begin to push out the baby and then the baby comes out and you behold them you'll be you'll be glad that you went through the pain so pain with a purpose mm. gives mm. meaning to life yeah. wow Wow, uh, I oh so much wisdom right there just in that segment. So much wisdom, and and you know what, Esther, it's you you've touched on um, the the fact that pain should always be linked to a purpose, and and sometimes there is, I, I mean, there's always a purpose to pain, but sometimes we don't actually understand it or we don't actually see it until we get to the end and 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 then everything begins to make sense and sometimes it leaves us with scars and some people get so ashamed of their scars and 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 i want you to touch on that how important it is to wear your scar with honor because i believe that your scar actually carries the evidence of where you've been and and so how i know that when you suffer shame or rejection there is a stigma they call it a stigma that sticks with you because of what you've been through um just give us some wisdom on on that aspect of processing pain where it comes with a stigma it comes with the gossip so how do you deal with that how do you decide what to do with pain and 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 how to actually wear the fact that you've been through the fire without looking like you've been there. Isn't it amazing that God sometimes hides our our greatest purpose in pain? Now, the stigma can be a cover-up so that you are not recognized exactly for who you are. So that in your moment of wilderness, it allows you to be shaped, to become who you're meant to be. Isn't it amazing that the shame you're enduring right now is a cover-up so that the devil cannot realize who you are, so that God finishes up with the process of making and to become who you are meant to be. I thank God. Let me give it. You see, when you look at Joseph in his moment of shame, you're looking at him becoming a slave and you're looking at him becoming a prisoner and all you're seeing is what is given to you as an identity. But what people don't know is that this is a cover-up. God is covering Joseph so that Joseph cannot be identified because if you are identified so early, you are going to be killed. You are going to, you know, the devil does this. This is what the devil does. The moment he realizes that a, 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 a savior is born, the moment a savior is born, the moment a deliverer is born, the first thing that the devil does is to give a decree. Kill him. Kill them. He will go for anything that looks like a savior and kill it. But look at what God does to Moses. Moses is hidden in a basket and then taken to Egypt and hidden in form of a prince. And it takes up the culture of Egypt. And when you look at the culture of Egypt, Egypt represents manipulation it represents the sinful nature it represents the worldly nature so moses goes and he hides himself or is hidden in egypt 
He's hidden in the worldly nature. He's hidden in the form of the world and is raised as a prince there. And he learns the system. He learns everything that needs to be learned in Egypt. But mind you, being hidden there does not define who he is. Moses grows up with an identity that is of God, but he's hidden in another identity that is not of God, of where he's to go and deliver people from. Could it be what you are experiencing right now? It is a form of God having hidden you in that place so that he equips you so well that you may go back to the same place and deliver people out of that place with knowledge and having understood the place so well. Because you became a prince in Egypt, when God takes you out of Egypt to unlearn the things of Egypt, and then you have an encounter with him, he tells you again, now go back to the same place that you were in and take these people out because I need them to come and worship me. You becoming a prostitute is a God hiding you in that Egypt place so that you can come out and rescue other people who are in that place. You becoming a robber is it's God having allowed you to be hidden in Egypt so that you can come out of that place and be able to rescue people who are in the same place that you. You being a drug addict, it's just an incubation. God allowing you to be hidden in that place so that he equips you to have the language of these people so that when you come out, you will go back and talk the same language and come out with people. And you will not look like what you have gone through. The beauty about when God allows pain in your life, when God allows you to go through the pain, you will go through the pit, you will go through Potiphar, you will go through prison, but you will come out not looking like the not looking like the hell you have been through. You will come out as a governor. You will come out like with as a king who you were meant to be but you got to understand always realize that god will speak to you about your end results in the beginning Mm. how the process happens is is none of your business he will not tell you the process but he will allow you to go through different processes but don't lose what god told you in the beginning if God allowed you to be a dream in the beginning, if God used a dream to speak about your greatness, it is that dream that will be used to take you to your greatness. So never lose your dream in your prison. Keep on manifesting that dream. Keep on giving solution, even when that solution means that you are hurting as others, you know, I don't know how God does it, but sometimes God allows you to interpret a dream for people to get out of the prison and you remain in the same prison. God will allow you to speak healing to people and they get healed and you remain in your place of sickness and you're asking God, why am I still here? But God is waiting and making it you know working it out for good so that no man can take the glory no man can take you know credit for what you're going through because if man recommends you he will take credit for it but when god allows you to go through it and man is forgotten about you but the same thing that started with you is what you're still holding on to god will cause a chaos somewhere where in the kingdom of the king that is supposed to call you out of the prison, that king will not sleep. That king will have a bad dream so that you can be called out of that and you begin to interpret the dream for him. And you know, when that happens, the king, when the king starts having bad dreams, 
he will start asking where can i find a man that can be able to do it but because you are faithful to interpret the dream to the cup bearer and you are faithful to interpret the dream to the to the to the baker even when they went out and forgot about you and you remained your prison you were faithful in your prison god will cause shake up in the kingdom so that somebody will not sleep so that that dream the dream you'll have will take you out and it will say give me send find a man that can be able to interpret and when wow. you come from there your wow. experience will give you the confidence to speak wow. to the kings your experience is what gives you access to the kings mm. i tell you, you cannot find a position wow. in the palace wow. when you do not have a scar to show your experience Ooh. your scars are your track records your scars are your your they are badge of honor to show that i have gone through it and i have won it and i have this scar to show that though it tried to break me no it didn't i am standing here today with this scars to show that i can if i went through it you can do it too if i was able to come out of it you can be able to this scars are a badge of honor. They are a reminder that I am a soldier that is strong, that can be able, that I am I'm, I'm, I'm not just a soldier, but I, I am I'm, I'm a wounded soldier. And people who are wounded are able, I'm not just a wounded soldier, but I'm also a wounded healer that people can be able to draw out of me because of what I have gone through. I've said your experience will allow you access to the king and when you get to the king your language is different because now you're not coming in as somebody who is trying to understand himself you've already been equipped for this because you are able to interpret the dream in prison you can be able now to interpret the dream in the palace and face this king and tell him such in the whole land and tell me if you can find somebody like me somebody who has gone through the pain like mine somebody who has gone through brokenness like mine somebody who has been gone through the shame and mockery like mine somebody who has overcome what i have overcome such in the whole land and tell me if you can find a man like me this man and the king will say uh uh this track record is not the same <laughs> you will have to be given credit for the pain that you have endured so you'll have to be regarded for having endured the pain and that's where purpose is when you endure pain and you understood that this pain god told me i'll become great and i endured the process mm. i will not apologize for receiving what that comes mm. with endurance mm. because there is a reward for endurance a mother who is pregnant when they are pushing out it is so painful and uncomfortable as the contractions are happening but as mm. they are pushing and the contractions are going on once the baby comes comes out oh that's my reward i can hold the baby and say thank god for this blessing it is worth it it was worth it when there is purpose in pain you can endure anything when you know there is purpose in pain you endure anything oh god stop me wow. from talking <laughs> i tell you oh my goodness you know i love how you have described the thing that the enemy means to put on us as a negative garment like a filthy garment of shame something that is called a stigma god turns it around for good and says this is just a covering so i can keep you hidden until the appointed time when i can show you off that this is what i was creating in the fire this is what i was incubating in the season of silence this is what i was uh, refining during the the season of 
being put through the fire i just love how you have you know just brought wisdom to the whole situation and you know what really intrigues me is how the enemy will think he's thrown his best shot at you mm-hmm. and then god just smiles and says another tool for me to use in the favor of my daughter in the favor of my son you know the enemy thinks he's putting bullets but he's actually putting equipment and weapons into the hands of the believer if you think of what esther has just said you know that what the enemy meant for evil god turns it around for good when you gain that understanding that there's nothing that can ever happen to you that god will allow to happen to you that doesn't have a purpose then you will always understand that what you're going through is just a setup for what god is trying to do it's just a setup for you to step up it's just something that god is saying it's time for you to stretch it's time for you to enlarge your territory it's time for you to go through this journey and understand that you cannot get to the other side without passing through the tunnel of pain it's like a birth canal that you are pushing through you know we talk about a mother pushing but imagine the baby that is coming through that birth canal it's uncomfortable it's coming from its comfort zone oh my god it's coming from the amniotic fluid where it was comfortable it was floating and all of a sudden the waters break and the baby is confused thinking of what is happening the pressure comes now when it's coming through that canal the baby is thinking i'm about to die and lo and behold it pops out on the other side and begins to breathe begins to to find relief in that new environment understand mm. it's a new environment that it's not used oh, to takes a period of confusion and pain for that baby to transition hallelujah transition the word transition it allows you to gain entry into places that you would never reach if you never succumbed to the process of going through pain i don't know who i'm speaking to today you are in the birth canal of pain that pain has not come to kill you it has not come to destroy you it has come to transition you from pain to purpose you need to embrace mm. it you mm. have heard today oh my god my god from oh, zion. my god from zion the baby comes through that birth canal mm. it is messy mm. it is full of fluid sometimes it's got blood but the baby trusts the process and when it gets to the other side it does something it's never done before you will never hear a baby cry in the womb it begins to things it never needed to do no one told it you need to cry when you get to the other side no one's gonna tell you that you need to shout for victory when you are done with your transition to the other side no one will have to teach you how to behave in your victory because god himself will bring you through the pain oh my god he's going to teach you things that you've never done before Oh my goodness. I, I, and, and you know and and you know and, and and let me let me just intercept there and 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 you know when you look at Peter Peter says that you will have trials and tribulations but James comes again in James chapter 1 verse 2 he continues and says that count it all joy when you go through trials and temptations because and he continues to explain why oh my goodness but this is what i'm getting in the spirit Mm. i want the arrival of pain to be the cause of praise in your life allow the arrival of pain oh my goodness to be the cause of praise in your life count it all joy allow the arrival of pain to be the cause of praise in your life anytime you're seeing pain it is time to adjust and say Mm-mm, this is the time to raise a praise and when something praises go up <laughs> blessing comes down something has to come up so that clouds can be formed and then these clouds can begin to release rain you need to raise a praise when you're going through pain 
count it all joy you release a praise and the praise begins to form a cloud when the clouds are being formed you may not understand because they become dark and they become you know all this form of things that do not look nice but once the clouds begin to break rain comes down the showers of blessing comes down joy comes down healings come down deliverance comes down there is something that happens when you raise a praise and i thank god because jesus comes from the tribe of praise from the tribe of judah and judah was given the mandate that when judah is a reason there is something that happens to the enemy that you takes hold of the neck of the enemy and it breaks it whenever you raise a praise whenever you count it joy when you're going through your pains and tribulations something happens in the spirit realm and something happens in the atmosphere and God begins to wonder who is that raising a praise when they are going through tribulation who is that raising a praise when they are going through depression who is that raising a praise and this sweet aroma reaches to heaven and is wondering who is this that is releasing this sweet aroma because of the pain that they are enduring there is an aroma that is coming out of them there is something that is being bad out of them there is something that is being released out of them and god begins to wonder who is this who is raising a praise and then he you know heaven has a standstill and they're like i i am going to go look for this person and you know that time the devil is so confused yeah. he's wondering i tried to afflict him but he's ah. raising a praise i ah. tried to curse him but he's raising a praise i tried to kill him but he's raising a praise when you raise a praise he comes and he habits so it means he inhabits he inhabits everything around it and when god is in your situation when god is in your fire with you people will see the fourth man you will yeah. go through the pain but the pain will not affect you you will come out and people will wonder but we threw him and they, what happened that they were not and anybody that threw you there they are going to burn but you who is in the fire with god you will stay there and people will expect you to burn people will expect you to crash people will expect you to get destroyed but in the midst of that fire people will see the fourth man because when the fourth man is there things must be neutralized he is the consuming fire the fire cannot consume him because he's the fire himself so when the fire that thing My has God. to be neutralized it has to listen to who he is because something cannot affect the fire cannot be affected by fire wow. Wow. it has to be released and you will stay in that fire people will see the heat of the fire and anybody that comes near your heat will die but mm. you're still surviving anybody wow. that comes near it or is trying to fan the fire for it to continue will die but you will continue thriving wow 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 oh my gosh you know it's i'm loving this conversation which is really you know speaking i feel into the spirit man it's it's like a prophetic uh sharp prophetic uh piercing into the lives of people and i hope you are listening and really taking this into account that when god trusts you with a trial when god can trust you with a trial he can trust you with a breakthrough when oh. god can trust you with a trial he can trust you with a breakthrough because you see after you've been delivered now you go back and deliver others you know you heard what esther said that you know instead of taking her situation yeah uh, you 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 heard her story last week instead of taking her sickness um when she was paralyzed and and when she was rejected instead of taking that and turning it into a bitter message she began to allow god to define it to her 
So God had to describe what was going on. God has to had to allow her to see it as a garment of of incubation before her birthing, and then eventually, when she gained understanding of what the trial came to do then she picked it up as a battle too against the enemy and that's why she's sitting here today and she is encouraging you and i that there is purpose in your pain if you can be still before god and ask him what is this pain about mm. remember she said when you gain understanding of what you're going through then it becomes worth it without understanding you will keep you know you will keep on the blame game the excuses of i am this way because of what i went through you know god has not give, you know called you to give excuses god has called you to interpret your pain to transform it and to understand it and serve it back to your generation as solution for their situations so mm. you are listening to us today this is a divine appointment you have come to this is a transformation hour you have come to god wants to speak into your situation you heard about the fire he is there in the fire allow him to be the fourth man in your fire that when you come out you won't even look like what you went through you won't even smell like smoke because god is going to neutralize whatever the enemy meant to kill you he's going to turn it around into a message and today i want you to understand that god is no respecter of persons Oh, God yeah. is a respectful person. If he did it for Esther, he can do it for you. Now, Esther, I want you to take us through, you know, um, how you actually navigated those very difficult times where you felt like giving up. What kept you going? I know you gained that understanding, but there was a part of you, I'm sure, that was contending and feeling like God doesn't have to be this hard because i know that you know when you have a higher calling god puts you through a lot more than others can you mm. just let us into that aspect of the process you know um one thing I have, in my journey of salvation I, I was raised in a priestly home so i've been raised with the word of god all my life and one of the things that i have come to realize is that you see, when you understand that God will announce you first to the mass, but after announcing you to the mass and who you are to him, he will take you to the wilderness. He will escort you to the wilderness. And the wilderness is a place of preparation. Yeah. It is a place of equipping. Mm. It is a place of forming character. Mm. It is a place of finding your identity. Mm. It is a place where you know your strength. Because what you learn in the wilderness is what you use to fight mm. in the real battle. Mm, 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 mm. so in the wilderness you have to go when you escort yourself to the wilderness you will perish wilderness is where people either perish or you come out victorious yeah but in our wilderness when god escorts you to the wilderness himself it come is He's allowing something to be formed out of you. He's allowing something to be, you know, fashioned in you. He's allowing something to be crafted in you. He's allowing strength to begin to come to you. He's allowing you to learn survival tactics. He's allowing you to understand how to survive in the wilderness first. 
and mm. use the tools of the wilderness because your journey the destiny of somebody who is called for greatness their journey they cannot use the experience of other people and that's mm. why god takes you to the wilderness so that you have your own experience and you need a personal encounter with him and you have just your own training so that what your experience gives is what you will use to fight your giants because when you try to wear the experience of somebody else it will weigh you down that's why the wilderness allows you to go into a training where you know how to kill a bear and you know how to kill a lion you know how to run away from the scorpions and the serpents you know how to shield yourself from the colds of night and how to shield yourself from the scorching suns of the day you know how to look for waters in that dry land and you know how to just survive in the wilderness and when you come out of that place you will go out and face a giant not with the the experience of other people but uh-huh. you will take your sling the sling mm. can only be learned in the wilderness you Come cannot on. know how to that revelation of a stone and the sling cannot be you know be experienced away from the wilderness you have to mm-hmm. go to the wilderness to know how to handle a sling and how Come to on. know you know how to place the rock in the right way and when you take the sling that's how you're going to kill your giant but it has to be your own experience that is killing that giant you cannot kill the giant of a generation by wearing somebody else's experience what you learn and what you read will not help you the experience you go through is what is equipping you to be able to face the giant that is hurling insult to your generation and when you face it you will face it with a revelation that you've taken from the wilderness and with one strike out of the wilderness you will kill it hallelujah but you go back to the wilderness and understand what the wilderness is and when you learn the wilderness you will understand it's a place of preparation it's a place of equipping it's a place of making you become strong it's a place of introducing you to yourself it's a place of introducing your purpose to you because david in the wilderness he sits down there as a shepherd not understanding that the training he was getting as a shepherd god was preparing him to become a shepherd to a nation of israel so he needed to be a shepherd of the sheep first in that dirty place in that rejected place in the place where people do not go in the confines mm. of separation where nobody else is and in the wilderness it's a place of you and you alone with god because when you go with the crowd they will you know they will distract you a wilderness cannot you cannot walk with the crowd to a wilderness a wilderness you walk alone jesus after being announced by god this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased with he's taken to the wilderness or led by the spirit of god to the to the wilderness and here is a place where he was him and him and god where they have a conversation but you also have to understand in the wilderness the devil is also present and he uses the word of god to try to find out whether you're still keeping in touch with the training of god it is written is what will work for you when you know what is written in the word of god when you know what is written concerning your destiny when you know what is written concerning your life when you know what is written concerning your family when you know what is written concerning your children concerning your womb concerning your life concerning everything that concerns you when you know what it's written 
when the devil comes to you to challenge you you will say it is written though it looks like the wilderness though i am hungry though i look like i'm going to fall down at this moment but it is written and when it is written for you god says that he cannot repent his word that mm. which was sent to do it must fulfill its purpose before it goes back are you feeling the pain of sickness it is written by the stripes of Jesus I was healed it is written let that it is written walk with you through that pain and you receive your healing are you feeling that uh you're barren in your womb it is written that none 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 shall be barren in the land it is written as spoken so what are you waiting for embrace it in your moment of pain and speak it into your existence until it manifests are you feeling that you are rejected oh my goodness it is written oh my goodness are you not the beloved of god it is written there is something written in the word concerning what you're going through ah it all comes back to the word what has god said about you and that's where we gain the understanding esther of what is really going on you know uh we are told that life is spiritual whether you believe in spirituality or not life is spiritual and certain things will take their form in the spiritual realm before they manifest in the natural by the time it's manifesting in the natural it's already existing in the spirit and so there's need for you to understand that some of the challenges that come to your life are actually spiritually rooted and so it's important to understand what Esther has just you know elaborated so well that God will push us or thrust us into the wilderness when he wants to make a spiritual reality manifest into the natural you you will find that when you can't understand what is happening in the spirit god pulls it into the natural realm and it becomes an experience in the natural and it's very important that you don't miss the lesson when god pulls the supernatural into the natural and interprets it you know in form of a trial so he can catch your spiritual attention is what he is after so that you can gain understanding and know how to navigate your way from pain to purpose now we are getting into the final minutes of this conversation i don't even know <laughs> how how to end this because I I I really am tempted to say that you know there's part 3 coming but I won't I won't say that as yet because I feel God still wants to download stuff that people need to take up you know and begin to understand that the warfare is just a signpost it's not a destination it's a signpost of where you're going it's it's a, it's a, oh my god um I I will stop here because we need to end. And, and you know before you just and let, let me just say this, you know, for those who are watching this for the first time, when you hear pain to purpose or Esther speaking about pain, I'm talking about declared death twice. The devil tried to take me out at an infant stage, but he couldn't. God of resurrection stood and he resurrected me to become an example to people who think that the miracle of resurrection is not happening so whatever is dead in somebody the grace of the resurrection that has been in me whenever i encounter death situation i believe they are not supposed to be dead because the grace of resurrection is at work so whatever is dead in somebody's life must come to rise esther has been paralyzed three times has had a brain damage has oh my goodness been in a coma you know and 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 the pain of rejection from you know family level to relationship level to all this kind of rejections that have been countered they have not only allowed me to understand god but they have also created a purpose out of me so that i can go back to those who are rejected those who are going through pain those who are hurt those who are sick 
those who are feeling that they want to give up hope and tell them there is nothing impossible with God. How do you help yourself to find purpose in your pain? There are questions you need to ask yourself. And please note these questions down. And whenever you experience pain, ask yourself this question. Number one, how could my story of pain offer hope to somebody else who needs to hear my story? How could my story of pain offer hope to somebody else who needs to hear my story that's the number one question you need how does my story of pain offer hope number two how has my pain changed my attitude towards others who are suffering because when you're not suffering you have the tendency of judging you have the tendency of you know just vomiting out careless words of saying this thing is not supposed to be happening this thing is happening because they are cursed this thing is happening because of something and they did it's because of the generational and so on and so forth we all know what happened so how has this pain changed my attitude towards others who are suffering has god allows allowed me to have the heart to embrace people who are hurting or i'm the propeller of the pain i'm i'm fanning fire in it you need to ask yourself how is it helping me number three what can i create or produce that would be a resource of hope to others there is somebody who has is pregnant with a book in them there's somebody mm. who is pregnant with mm. a production in them somebody who is pregnant with a ministry in them an organization in them there's something that you are pregnant for out of the pain that you are experiencing so what can i create or produce that will be a resource of hope to others something that people can look and go and find you know find it and be able to read and find hope in it then um how is my pain prompting me to make changes in how i live in life because many people when you when you're having pain you get comfortable in pain until mm-hmm. you being called pain mephibosheth looked at himself because he got paralyzed because of a situation that happened and then he was taken to a place called the Lodiba and when he lived in Lodiba he embraced his pain and he became the pain to a point that when he was called to his rightful place he's began to question his identity and he asked himself what have you seen in a dog like me could it be that your pain is causing you to question your identity even when god is calling you by who you are not what you are going through a lot of times many people are calling themselves with what they are going through mm. you lose mm. your identity in your pain don't lose your identity in your experience because who you are is not determined by what you have been through people said was had the dna of kinship but circumstances had allowed him to be called a cripple to be called a poor person to be called a beggar but when god remembers or recalls you to your rightful position and calls you with your name he will call you to a table and tell you come and dine with me so never lose your identity as you're experiencing your pain then how is my pain prompting me to make my remaining days matter as esther i want to die empty mm, come must matter because i will go to those who are hurting i am attracted to those who are broken i am attracted to those who are in pain and i will go for them and deliver them because my experience should mean something 
if yeah. i went through it for nothing then it is in vain but when yeah. i have gone through it and people are getting delivered out of it it means something so i give my life to be able to bring out oh the devil thought that you had killed me but what you used to destroy me is what i'm using to go back proud with it my generation will be saved my people my kind of people will be saved people who are going through brokenness will be saved because esther was saved and therefore i'll become a walking bible to those people who need to read and understand pain through my life so become an open book a wounded healer to the people who need the healing from you and lastly what is god saying to me about my pain mm. what would honor and glorify him when your pain is given to god it translates to purpose and when purpose begins to function you will notice that there is something that brings glory to God out of your life. People will see you and say, indeed, this is the finger of God in the life of this man. So allow God to define your purpose in the pain that you're experiencing and definitely you will win in life. Amen. Amen and amen. Wow, 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 wow. I tell you, this has been an amazing conversation and that's an understatement. And I believe that in all that we have talked about today, you know, you have grasped something that will help you move from pain to purpose. I tell you, it's, it's, it's so much that we've touched on, but I believe that the spirit of revelation you know that god puts upon you is going to enable you to identify yourself in what you know Oster has testified regarding her life both in this broadcast and in the in the previous one that you would go back and begin to ask god to speak to you don't just watch this once i believe you need to go back and just begin to digest and process and begin to embrace the wisdom that has come through this broadcast. I just want to take this time to thank you, Esther. I, I don't even know how to thank you. You have been such a generous well of wisdom. And, and I love how, you know, the God in you just shines through you. And uh, not only through what you say, but even just the, the the faith you radiate when you deliver uh, what you say with so much passion because it's coming from a place of experience. I just want to say thank you for coming on Rise and Thrive and being such an enormous, tremendous blessing to us. And I tell you, I, <laughs> I will certainly bring you back on this platform and it might be in the next broadcast or maybe later on. <laughs> but I believe there is just something this generation needs to take from you and thank god for um you know media and and that we can sit on the airwaves like this and begin to deliver the gospel you know god called me in 2000 and i think 2016 when he started mm -hmm. talking to me clearly about media how we are supposed to use media to bring the kingdom of god you know to every nation every tribe every town and this year god zeroed in on this you know uh, rise and thrive that people were struggling with so many things and being a pastor i encounter and i'm sure in your ministry as well you encounter a lot of people that go through pain places struggle with how to manage that thing and so us coming here you know is um really a gracious gracious privilege from god that we can be mouthpieces into lives of people who are in places that we can't physically reach so i just want to say that you know thank you for availing yourself and um for giving us such great wisdom and i pray that god will bless your ministry 
that God will increase you, that God will expand your territory, and that God will keep you focused on that which he got hold of you for, and that the enemy will never derail you from the purpose of God, and that God himself will extract everything that he has put in you. As your desire is that you will die empty, may God use you mightily in this generation. May you leave a legacy that can never be erased. May you see the fruit of your labor. May you experience the God of the impossible on a whole new level. May the experiences that you've seen before be a catalyst for you to see what God can do in other people's lives. Greater things shall you see like Christ said greater works shall you do so shall you do greater works because Christ has empowered you in such a special way so thank you for coming here and being a blessing rise and thrive family let's show some gratitude to Esther and uh, that's a wrap rise and thrive family thank you for joining us for this powerful powerful encounter i call it an encounter because it has been an encounter so thank you for being a part of this uh, particular episode i pray that god will continue to move you from pain to purpose and if you need any further help please do reach out we are in this together remember there is no experience that you will ever go through that will go to waste so from me diana fumbilua i will see you next week when i bring you some more wisdom and in a fortnight where i am joined by a guest here having a wisdom conversation on rise and thrive so be strong in the lord and in the power of his might and remember that you can always move from pain to purpose because that's how god designed you to bounce back every time you face a setback you are more than a conqueror Thank you for listening to today's episode of Rise and Thrive. I hope it has been of help to you. Feel free to share it with your friends, family, and colleagues. Until next time, it's goodbye.